up, my Kernsters? We about to hit you with another celebrity update. I hope y'all is having a blessed and wonderful day. We about to get straight to it. Okay, so apparently there's a little feud going on between Drake and his father. So his father basically had posted something on his uh, social media saying that uh, a lot of the things that Drake has said in his songs were all lies. Every last bit of it was lies about him and his their, their relationship. So Drake responds to his father and claims that he lied about their relationship to sell records. This is what the report is saying from theshaderoom.com. Y'all check it out. So, roommates, if there's one thing Drake doesn't need help doing is selling records. However, according to his father, Dennis Graham, the picture Drake has painted about their relationship just simply isn't true. At least that's what we're told. That's what was told to Nick Cannon on his radio show. On the show, Dennis got on the mic and said he talked to Drake about why he paints him as an absentee father in his music. Dennis alleged that Drake was simply just trying to sell records, an allegation that Drizzy already said isn't true, okay? Uh, They got a little bit of, I hope this is a little bit of skip from it, okay? Uh, Though Drake isn't known to respond on social media, he took to Instagram story to speak out against his father, basically saying that his father would say anything to anyone that would listen. Check out what um, Champagne Pappy had to say below. Okay, let me see, let me see, let me see. Who is this? I, I had a conversation with Drake about that. I have uh, always been with Drake. Mm. I talk to him, if not every day, every other day. Wow. Um, and we we really got into a deep conversation about that. Um, I said, Drake, why are you saying all of this uh, different stuff about me, man? Like, uh, uh, this is not cool. And uh, he goes, Dad, it sells records. Okay, this was the interview that Drake's dad had with Nick Cannon, basically saying that he was just doing all of this to sell some records. Okay, but let me tell you what Drake said on his Instagram about that he said he woke up today so hurt man my father would say anything to anyone that's willing willing to listen to him it's sad when family gets like this but what can we really do that's what can we really do that's the people we are stuck with every bar i ever spit was the truth and the truth is hard for some people to accept he also said um Well, he didn't say anything else in regards to that, but the article also say that um, as far as they knew, Drake and his father were fine. Drake has never been shy about inviting his audience into his world and detailing what was going on in it. The craziest part was it feels like Drake found out about his father's experiences like the rest of us on social media. Dennis has yet to comment on the situation since airing of this interview with Nick Cannon, but it's safe to say the father-son duo have a lot to talk about between them, okay? So, you know what? I just hope that 
Drake and his dad will be able to get out of this together and maybe sit down and have a conversation so that they can hash out whatever issues they have had between them, especially over the years. Um, I know that some of the music he has, uh, you know, rapped about in regards to his father is that his father has really never been around for him. So, you know, that's a big issue for Drake that maybe they need to hash it out and hopefully make amends. So, big up to Drake and his dad on that, y'all. Let's see how it ends up. Y'all better get ready because y'all know they talking about this power spinoff starring Mary J. Blige. So, 50 Cent gave the fans a sneak peek of power. And according to theshaderoom.com, this is what they had to say. With the sixth season of Stars hit... Uh, series power currently keeping fans on the edge of the seats week after week anticipation for the reported spinoff has also increased specifically the first one that's set to star the legendary mary j blige yes bitch you better get ready because mary is about to turn this out 50 cent recently teased a first look at the upcoming spinoff with a post on social media we previously reported in the summer that a host of spinoffs for the crime drama power were in the works. However, the one that got the most attention from fans was the one that places Mary J. Blige in a starring role, currently titled Power Book 2 Ghost. The forthcoming series was initially announced during a cast appearance at this year's TCA panel where Mary J. Blige showed up as a special Guess and honey, y'all need to see this post that 50 posted on there. Honey, she got the swoop de doop and a swoop de la picture of her, and she's looking fabulous. Uh, 50 Cent said, giving y'all a sneak peek at the first power spinoff starring MJB. Who's ready? Who is ready? Power creator Courtney Kemp previously said that the show will continue the journey of some of Power's most controversial characters, while also noting that those characters won't necessarily focus on the main character of Ghost, despite the show's title. Speaking about her involvement in the series, Mary had this to say, I've known so many Tashas, I've known so many Ghosts, I've dated so many Ghosts, I'm a huge fan for life, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. In addition to Mary's spinoff, there was also a word that the scene-stealing character Councilman Rashid Tate, played by the great Lorenz Tate, would also be getting a spinoff focusing on the shading dealings of his character. Oh my God, y'all better get into this new series that's supposed to come out when this series of Power ends. I can't wait, y'all. This is about to be uh, a great spinoff because I really like Mary J. Blige. I don't even know. I can't even remember this last movie that I saw her in, but she was in it with this white guy, and they was going around beating up these ghosts or something, or they were ghosts, and they were beating up these people who had these magical powers, and they wore these little clown masks, and she was dipping in and doing a hat on her boots, just like how she would dress when she would be on stage. She had on her thigh-high boots and everything and was in there whooping ass. Once I remember the name of that doggone thing, I'm going to come back and make sure I say it in uh, another podcast because I'm telling you, that show was so good, but yet I still can never find it because I could not remember the name of it. But y'all get ready because Mary is about to do this, and I can't wait for her to be that great. Child, if y'all ain't heard about it, little Kim squares off with a protester. She told him to get out of my face. These protesters are doing too much. 
But TMZ got the story, so let's go ahead and check this out. Little Kim wasn't about to let the anti-fur protester tell her what animals she can and can't wear. Nearly trading blows with one woman before security stepped in. Kim was outside Verizon Media Studios in New York City Tuesday with multiple anti-fur protesters starting shouting, Stop wearing fur at Kim. Uh, one woman got just a little too close for Kim's liking, and that's when she started walking towards the woman, telling her to back up several times. Luckily for the protester, Kim's security stepped in between the two and defused the situation because it looked like the rapper was about to throw it down. It's not often you see the celebrities acknowledge, uh, let alone face off with some of these anti-protesters. Uh, it was just a month uh, just last month in Toronto, where Jennifer Lopez was confronted by a protester as she was hit as she hit the red carpet to promote Hustlers, but J Lo ignored the shouting. Chrissy Teigen had a run in with a protest protester in New York City earlier this year and simply smiled and kept posing for pics. Little Kim clearly wasn't just going to let this one go without letting the protester know she went too far. And they got a little snippet of it and we're going to play it. It's from TMZ, y'all. Y'all get ready because I'm telling you, Little Kim ain't with the shit. But she wants to let you know she means business. If you coming for her, she coming for you. That's just the way it is, okay? So don't take offense to it. That's just that New York, Brooklyn type of attitude she got. But she not finna stand down. These protesters just be doing team too much. Here we go. control because in the video you see Kim walking up on that protester like no back up back up no you back up <laughs> okay and then the security people jumped in front of her and had to defuse the whole thing but these protesters they be going a little bit too far sometimes especially the ones that be throwing the paint or whatever on you and making it look like blood they be doing a whole bunch of stuff team too much they need to stop settle down somebody gonna get hurt one day somebody gonna get hurt it's some foolery and fuckery going on out here. The Jasmine brand reported that on social media, people are tweeting uh, and, and, and Wendy as a trending topic like rest in peace. Fans think she died. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so reading is fundamental. Social media has reacted to their thoughts that the daytime talk show host Wendy Williams died after R.I.P. Wendy began trending. Williams is still alive and well as it was a well-known journalist in Orlando, Florida. Her name was Wendy as well, who actually passed away after her battle with cancer. While her family and friends and loved ones mourned her death, many fans took to social media and said they were convinced the topic was trending because of Wendy Williams. So apparently they had the wrong Wendy in the mix-up, y'all. Uh, y'all need to stop it, okay? I'm pretty sure y'all would have got... Uh, a whole bunch of tweets and stuff from other people saying that Wendy had passed away. 
Uh, as for the true Wendy who passed away, she was an Emmy Award winning journalist who served as an actor, an anchor on Orlando's Wesh. From 1988 to 2008, she revealed her cancer diagnosis in 2013 and bravely climbed Mount Kilimanjaro uh, just after receiving chemotherapy. It's safe to say lots of people showed her love considering the hashtag started trending all about Wendy Williams. Girl, y'all know y'all be doing too much. And I know I probably butchered the name of that doggone mountain, but guess what? She been to the mountaintop. So it looks like Tyler Perry named a new stage after Spike Lee. Uh, and, uh, you know, Spike Lee and him had uh, a few words back over the... They had a few between each other. So I guess this was his way of kind of like, you know, showing his homage to him. Tyler Perry's taking the high road on this old riff with Spike Lee by putting his name on a sound stage at Tyler's new studio complex, which is no small gesture considering their rocky path. According to TMZ, this is what is reported. We had the movie and TV mogul on TMZ Live Monday to talk about the incredible grand opening event at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. The party brought out Beyonce, Oprah, Whoopi Goldberg, Samuel Jackson, and many more A-listers, including Spike. Check it out. Uh, Tyler Perry says any bad blood between them had to take a back seat to honor Spike Lee for paving the way for black filmmakers. Remember, Spike once referred to Tyler's Medea franchise as coonery and buffoonery. Tyler says since then, he and Spike have met and hashed out their differences, and he hopes they've settled. they're settling a good example by doing so. As for his new uh, 330-acre uh, uh, large baby, Tyler says it's a kind of poetic justice that he's built, built it on a former uh, Confederate Army base. In addition to having the full, the first full-scale replica of the White House, the studio has 12 sound stages bearing the names of black pioneers in film. Besides Spike Lee, uh, Oprah, Whoopi, Denzel, Diane Carroll, Will Smith, Halle Berry, Della Reese, John Singleton, and Sidney Poitier were also honored during the grand opening. Uh, you know, I have mixed emotions in regards to uh, some of the stuff that Tyler Perry does. But this is sort of, in, in, you know, I guess in everybody's eyes, a big um, historic event for him. Uh, he's the first black male to have this large acre, acres and acres of land as a um, as a new studio complex, okay? He's the first to ever do it and do it this big. Uh, so it's good to see that he is able to hash out the uh, feud that he had with Spike Lee and, you know, lead the way and hopefully lead, lead the blacks that are actors and actresses on forward. This is this is something that needs to be recognized because we as black people always say we don't have ones that, you know, take a stance and start leading the way on certain things. And it's obvious that Tyler Perry is taking that as a head start. So big ups to Tyler Perry on getting his studio up and making it bigger and better because I hear it's bigger and better than you know some of the other studios that they like Paramount Studios. They said it's Paramount and another studio combined together. 
Okay, that's how huge his studio is. So congratulations to TP. I told y'all, y'all better stop messing around with Lamar Odom because something ain't right. Y'all think that he done got himself clean. But you know what? The Jasmine brand is reporting this story. And y'all know I got to clown for a little bit. Lamar Odom awkwardly scratches his crouch on live TV. <laughs> Lamar Odom was back in his element as he battled each uh, week for the Mirror Ball Trophy on ABC's Dancing with the Stars. But it looks like the NBA player turned all-star dancer might have forgotten that he was on live tv or he had a really bad scratch he couldn't wait to get at either way one of the latest moments from monday's monday's night episode october the 7th has gone viral just a few hours later honey uh they are started with the hashtags and stuff talking about i think lamar Odom be forgetting the show is live dancing with the stars right Odom and his girlfriend, Sabrina Parr, who was in the audience, haven't spoken uh, publicly about the incident yet, possibly because Odom was also eliminated in that episode. Oh, Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you ain't scratching your nose, you're scratching your balls. I'm going to have to ask you to stop and just, you know, settle down. Settle down. You're doing too much. Okay, you trying to put yourself out there, but now you're starting to make a fool out of yourself. Uh I don't know what went wrong, but trust and believe, I knew he wasn't going to stay up there on Dancing with the Stars too long because he was over there looking like a whole hot mess. He was looking like that uh, character because, you know, he's so long and slinky because he's so tall. But what's that character where they be having uh, having uh, the Halloween character that be in the striped outfit or whatever? I keep forgetting the name of that dog on thing, but that's what he remind me of every time I see him. That's what he remind me of. Oh, Lamar, get it together. And with that being said, my curses, I am up out of this piece. I hope y'all enjoyed this little celebrity rant. And as always, I will see y'all in the chat. Peace. Thanks for checking out Six's Word on the Curb. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to more additional videos and funniness over at Facebook and on Instagram. And don't forget, you can always donate to the podcast. We're not throwing nothing away over here. See y'all soon. Peace.